0: I see this too fine, A
1: very good evening to you all. Good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. Um, First of all, I want to say thank you guys for joining us today. This beautiful Saturday, so um, I would say first of all when was um Austria um the home of the Red Bulls, you know, and um, Max once again dominating all weekend is on pole, you know um was on or will I say was first in quali. Then, um, the sprinter is also, um, you know, from the onset, you know, he just went away. According to um, was it Charles? Charles said, um, Max, I, I believe he said Max was pushing, you know, so um, credit to uh, Max, you know, um, also, um, the Ferraris, the Ferraris, um like, science, I would say science. You could see a bit of um, positivity in um in the way he drove the car this weekend. I believe this is the effect um from the you know well, let's say from his win in um Silverstone. You know, I hope he can um carry that forward. And like um, like also a very Beautiful drive, you know, from both of them. I enjoyed seeing um both of them um go against each other in the first half of the sprint, you know. Um also George Russell, George Russell also um in his um, lane, you know, he's able to do his um thing. You know, so um also the house, the house, um they have some um, will I say impressive performance from Schumacher. So I'll just um ask you guys, you know, how you guys felt about the sprint, you know. Um will I say I don't know. Okay, I believe um M, M, do you want to go first and then um the rest of us can um go on from there? Oh
2: yeah. Okay, sure. Um good afternoon, everyone. Um yeah, the sprint was um interesting because um, you know, there were a couple of people out of position. Um, so yeah, that made it a bit um uh, fun. But um I want to touch a bit on um Ferrari. Um you said you enjoyed um the racing. Um well like the thing is it's it's good for us, you know, neutrals and everything. But is it good for the team? Um the sprint race is it's just, um, you know, like a one point difference between uh, first and second and then second and third. Um, and Ferrari, they were lined up second and third on the grid and they had a uh, max in front of them. So why not just keep position and try to get uh, the person? Because having two, uh, two teammates fighting uh, for, you know, it's basically quality. You can lose lose position. They came close at, at some point to, you know, touching and then science had to bail out of it. It it doesn't make uh you know much sense for me from a team's perspective. Um and um yeah that's uh it's about Ferrari, but like then there's um Haas and uh Mick Schumacher and uh That's a good example of um teamwork for me. Um uh, you know, uh, you had K pulling um Schumacher, and that helped him with the DRS, and you know, he was able to defend uh from Perez for a bit and then um Uh, Lewis so I don't know I don't know about Ferrari because um, they are letting this championship I'm a Red Bull fan you know but they are um, letting this championship slip away and if they keep fighting each other um, I don't know if uh, Red Bull has uh, doesn't have a reliability issue it's going to be a slam dunk before we get to uh, Brazil or anywhere close to the end of the season Yeah, so um, that's it for me.
1: Yeah, please go ahead. Sorry. Um, hi guys. Um,
3: I'll start. I'll start by saying like I'm an. Uh I'm not a fan of any specific team in Formula One, right now at least. I just enjoy the sports. The sport I've been enjoying for years. And I'm gonna start by saying I've never seen well not never, I mean there have been situations but I have I was not expecting the level of seriousness I'm seeing from Ferrari this season considering the there that it brought out this season. It's it is appalling. Like it it was so ridiculous to me what I saw today during the sprint. And then I imagined Bottas and Hamilton last season having like behind Max in a sprint race fighting each other. Like that would literally never happen at Mercedes. And then I'm saying you fighting for P2 and P3, that is just one point. It was just an ego trip, as far as I'm concerned. There was literally no reason for them to fight against each other. It was supposed to be just push, 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 chase max, give each other DRS, chase max, chase max, as close as you can get to max. Because nobody behind them can catch them. So why are you fighting? Like, it literally made no sense what I saw today from Ferrari. And if, after Silverstone, I said uh, they were not making the necessary decisions that they needed to be making at some points in the race and it was going to cost them and we've seen it again this weekend nobody can tell me ferrari did the right thing like it's absolutely made no sense there was no major points at stake like there was absolutely a lot more to lose for in, in lap two or three or something like anyways moving on um max well, Max pretty much just cruised all day um, to the Mercedes. Uh, Russell just has his way of just cruising around unnoticeably. You would pretty much not notice him throughout the race. And when it's done, P4, P5, or P3 as the case may be. Is, I think the cars are still, the Mercas still have a bit more to go. But, oh well. Hamilton uh well good race mick mick really held him up and uh, i was really surprised by that to be honest because i've seen we've seen how um shaky Mick can get But well yeah he did have uh help of drs but in the end i mean it's still something and uh who else who else um i don't don't let me let miss me, let me just hand over the mic now
1: yeah I'll come back if I remember anything else to say um does someone want to go next Abbas can you please
4: yeah good everyone uh good evening. yeah it was a quite interesting weekend so far but I think it's all um uh, setting you know, up Perfectly for tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, not pull away necessarily, but we've seen Max you know, be ahead, qualifying in the sprint race too. But uh, yeah, I think it's clear to see that there's a potential for a good battle tomorrow between him and good Ferraris. And know, depending on how quickly Checo can get past Russell, if that happens, maybe that might even make it more interesting. And I'm saying that because Mercedes, yeah, I mean, good progress, steady progress across the season, but they still seem off, um, off the pace to those two those two guys ahead. So maybe not this weekend. Maybe they'll keep making more progress and come back, you know. Never know anything could happen in the race and Russell, as he's done in, so many races this season. will just find himself in a good um, position. But yeah, I mean, sprint weekends it's, it gives an extra day for fun, but at the same time it's an extra day for possible mental breakdown. If something goes wrong for the team or the driver is support. So hopefully, it all goes well tomorrow for Max and Checo. And uh, that's not a lot good fight between them and both Ferraris, and as everyone who's uh, spoken so far has pointed out. Yeah, I mean, I say, I think two weeks ago, you know, usually when Red Bull gives team orders, Mercedes fans complain, when Mercedes gift team orders, Red Bull fans complain. It's something that's essential. I think people are starting to see it because, anyway, Ferrari will probably shows a good example of why it's essential sometimes. So, Let's hope all goes well tomorrow. And uh, we have a pretty good race.
1: Thank you very much. Um Abbasia uh, well, just to piggyback on what um Papisley said, um, on this um Ferrari thing here, I know some of us don't like the fact that we saw both drivers um let's well, say fighting it out, you know, but Apart from uh, let's say the excitement, and if you want to look at the internal factors which M um, and um, Papi have uh, brought about, you say is there really control on the drivers? Because I, from the way I I I saw it when I when when I first saw it, I said, okay, this is. Um, this is like the effect of, the post effect of um, Silverstone, you know, and hence, hence maybe they're like, okay, whoever starts P2, P3, you guys can go for it, you know, so I, I, I um, in as much as um, Papi and Emma have said, um, yeah, they should have maybe done what Haas did. I, I, I will say I agree with them because in a, in the spot where we have a budget cap, as you mean, one of the drivers uh, went into the wall. That's that's mon- that's money gone, you know. So um, yeah um, we have the boy who lived. So okay, so the boy who lived, and then Miss Catrock, please. Thank you. Uh, hi, Mister
5: fan here. Um, just wanted to say what and. Um, saying that it was will be a slam dunk by uh, Brazil. I don't think so. It's just 38, 38 points, uh, considering the one that's, that you have today. It's just one DN, DNF away to close the gap. The problem is a bunch of clowns are running Ferrari, and the drivers, too, are a bunch of clowns themselves. It's fine for drivers to race each other. It's fine, but the problem is that you have to know when to do it. Uh, the main aim today was to keep um, Max at the Irish range, that was their first priority. That was especially if they were actually a team, if they actually had a team boss, that would have been their first priority. They need to keep Max uh in DRS range, 0.5, 0.8, at least just to put the pressure on him to make mistakes or at least just to be in the fight. Then if they are not able to hold him, that's when they can now start fighting for each other. But, are, I don't know what they're doing over there. They're just trying to they're just trying to fight over each other who's the number one driver. They don't care if the rival goes or if the rival keeps winning. They don't care. I just want to be able to beat my teammate. And Ferrari is fine. We just need the two points from uh two and three. I think Ferrari is handing over the championship to um uh Red Bull. They're not a serious team, with what I'm seeing. They need to sack that ball. So whoever he is, he needs to get the team in check. They are not in check, they are just uh, messing up day in day out. It's just 38 points. Few, few races, you win few races and you cover that. You know, it's not even like it's a big gap. It's a very small gap. And they're just letting it pass away. Tomorrow, this race is yes to lose tomorrow. They are two to two, three behind max. So the whole strategy is supposed to be on them. Yeah, Ferrari is not that good of strategy, but it's a 71 lap race. So that means tire compounds, uh safety cars. We have a lot of paid drivers and people that don't know how to drive. So there should be safety cars somewhere. Uh they need to be able to take advantage of that. They need to drop that whatever who finishes first. They need to catch up and put pressure on. Max is a good driver, but he doesn't like pressure, and they are making it easy for him. You know, if you put that pressure on him, that's when teams start making harsh that decisions. That's when they start making mistakes. But Ferrari is just fine. I just need to be signs, and I'm fine. I just need to be like Charles, and I'm fine. So tomorrow, the race is for them to lose. It's seventy-one like, lap, at least two stop traffic, even though it's a short, uh, even, even though it's just hundred kilometers. At least two stops is going to be what's going to happen tomorrow if you want to be fast. That last push at the last end is going to be what, what makes the race. And I don't know what Ferrari is doing, but it's the race to lose tomorrow. They need to pull out and start chasing the other guy. Before parents can come into play, they need to be able to be in the right position to undercut or be in the right position to just wait it out and see. They can switch on strategy. If, if Charles is at front and chasing him, they can then switch um, signs and get a new entire compound. Then the pressure is on max, you know. But a bunch of plans are in Ferrari, I don't know. Mercedes themselves, uh, so Russell has a patched-up car from yesterday, so he's not going to have pace. Uh, Perez is going to clear him, but if he's able to make it round lap one, then he's going to drop enough points for Ferrari to, enough time for Ferrari to do their thing tomorrow. But it all depends on that. But tomorrow, I strongly believe is, it's Ferrari's race to lose, they have two to play behind that guy. He's 71 laps with lots of strategies to play at uh, play. And their car is not that slow, their car is fast. Max is faster than them on that track, but their car is fast. They can keep up. The more they fight themselves, uh, the more they lose points, the, the more they lose time ahead of the son that is uh, in front of you. You see how it happened, uh, with uh, Schumacher today when Lewis was uh, Hamilton was chasing him. You saw how Bottas uh, butters was uh, closing by because. Then you're breaking late. Then you're using different lines. That's why that's why the times reduce. And that's what they need to do. You know, if if you need, they, they need to stop chasing each other at those points, they need to be able to focus on the arrival. They're not focusing on the rival, they focus on each other. Get your rival out of the way. Then, if it's two or three, then it's open race. Then, or if the rival is like twenty seconds ahead or ten seconds ahead, then they can fight each other, and that's fine. That's what we want to see. But not when you have a rival and you're fighting each other. That's not that's not how it's done. So, that's dope. we'll see what happens tomorrow. Um Lewis, I think he has very he has good uh, race space. I think he, he's way faster than Russell when it comes to race space, you know, so he's he's just a few of them. I think only Max and Max and Charles and Max uh, matching in, in race space just that he has a, a slower car on the streets. You know, you, you could see today, uh once uh, they are breaking, each time he breaks later than um um Mick. But because Mick their car is faster than his car in, in straight line speed. And also he's the other guy is storing him with that DRS. It becomes hard. So in racing, from one racing, it's all about braking. But uh what happened today, you could see that they are not fast enough for the braking to even count. So he has to keep on making, he has to keep on forcing uh a to make some mistakes, or he has to keep on hoping for the other guy to uh be out of the DRS zone. So from one tomorrow, I'm worried about him because Magnus, whenever he sees him, he gets a hard on, whenever he gets him out. When I was back, the race wants to start. So, if he's able to clear Mark Kmart, uh, then I think he will have a good race. And hopefully, maybe someone. And also, I don't know what's going on with the uh the guys at the FIA. Look at how they didn't penalize, you know, how they penalized Album so fast. But if it was Red Bulls, you know, or someone else, it just messed the whole thing up. It's still, F1 is still just annoying sometimes. But I think tomorrow's race will be great. We'll just watch and see it'll be more interesting. I don't think Max, I think if Ferrari knows what they're doing, I don't think Max will run away with it. But even if Max means that they need to get their shit together to uh to keep it to keep the pace and to keep uh the pressure on him because there's a lot of risks races to be had and there's a lot of points up for grabs. They can't just keep fighting each other and let their rivals let the rival get away with it. let that's just
1: that's just it we'll watch and see how it goes up tomorrow. Thank you very much. Uh, Miss Catrock, please. Uh, uh, Miss Catrock, we can't hear you. Or can anyone hear Miss Catrock, please? Just to anyone that anyone on the speakers, can you hear Miss Catrock?
5: No, I can't hear. Okay, Um,
1: okay, Miss Catrock, maybe you could um. Okay, I'll just bring you up again. Um okay, um read one, read one, please go ahead. Thank you for um waiting. So read one then I'm um, Jason, please. Read one, thank you for waiting.
6: So good afternoon, everyone. So did everyone enjoy the sprint? It was so short, like I'd never know when the laps was just it was just too fast. So about the sprint... First of all, I don't know what happened to Alonso. Like, was it that his tires were not good or what happened to him? So they had to box him. And Joe also, I think is PU had a problem. So another formation lap. Max got away very nicely. He was aggressive. And I think that was fair. It was not like the second restart at Silverstone. So it got away nicely. And then Charles and Science started their battle. Rarely, I don't know what's what's going on in that industry. Like there are no team orders. It's just it's, it will surely kill them this season. I'm very sure before the end, before we reach Abu Dhabi, if they are still fighting, they will surely collide. Both of them will surely collide. I'm very sure of that. So it's inevitable. And for Sergio, for me, that's my driver of the sprints. Like I never knew he had it in his. Like he, he was able to jumpstart. to jumpstart during the start of the lap, like from thirteen to eight. Like that was impressive for me, and he passed the DRS train, which someone couldn't do. And well, but he was he was able to do it later, and. He passed my Magnussen and Ocon also, so and for and Aston Martin being Aston Martin, the as I think they are just as they are just fluctuating. I don't know this race they'll be good, the other race they'll be bad. So I think, but they've moved ahead of Aston Martin and Williams. Williams they copied Williams and Aston Martin they copied the Red Bull. Still nowhere to be found, and. For Russell, Russell had a normal race, just we couldn't even see him at all. Even the restart during the race, nothing. He had a clean race. And for tomorrow, I feel Perez needs to clear Russell and to join in that Red Bull and Ferrari because I'm pretty sure tomorrow they will surely attack Max and Max will also get his own elbows out also. And... Mm-hmm. Max will get his own elbows out also, and I'm sure he will be able to defend them. And today it shows we have a our tired degradation. I think it's higher than the Ferrari, because when Max started, it started very
1: fast. Uh, Ridon, I think we lost you for a bit. Okay, well I believe um Ridwan, I think Ridon, let me just bring you back up. Well, I believe what Ridwan was trying to say is um Red Bull um had high tired deck because um I believe towards was it towards the end of the race, Mats was saying his tires were um gone. So um Ridwan, do you want to um finish up please? Like
6: you guys did not hear what I've been saying since.
1: No, no, no. It was just the last part. Um, I we was too you. It was um towards the degradation part. Um, you so cut out for the tire deck, you No, know,
6: like I think our tire uh, degradation is higher, higher than the Ferrari. You can see during the race when Leclerc was in uh, clear air and Max was also in clear, he was able to close that gap. I think from three seconds to a second. So, I think maybe, and Max also confirmed it, that the medium tyre, and I'm sure tomorrow it will be medium, medium soft. So, let's see how tomorrow plans out. And pit stop also should, strategic wise, because those Ferrari, they are quick and very quick. So, let's see. And Red Bull has a good, risker so that's just the that, that's just my confidence we have a good risker that's just okay thank you
1: thank you very much uh red one well i personally um don't think um i personally don't think um well i say red bull should be scared of ferrari with what is going on internally you know um i will say ferrari is a bit of a but although they have may I have a fast car, but is they're a bit of a mess, you know. Um, but yeah, um Jason, please uh go ahead. Thank you for waiting, please.
7: Yeah, hello everyone. Um, first of all, I want to talk about the stats. The start uh was similar to that in Silverstone, the incident or uh, that almost happened. Basically, actually happened, but well, it wasn't as bad as Silverstone. Um, it, it would have been disastrous, but, well, I'm happy it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I think a couple of people lost places. Hamilton lost places. I think Gasly also lost places. And um, Hamilton, I don't know. He was pulling his punches, if I would say that, because he wasn't really attacking uh schumacher the way he would have you know i don't know it might have his reasons but to me it was actually pulling his punches because he would have you know really stepped on it and overtaken aggressively but you know he well he played it safe well maybe because of the um incidents during free practice uh, during the qualifiers Yes, maybe he's trying, he was trying to avoid something like that. Uh, then the issue with Zhao, before it started, I think his P went off. His P went off, so he could not, you know, finish the formation. And uh, another formation started without him. He had to go to the pit lane. I think that was the reason for Zhao's um, late start. Uh then I want to talk about FIA's decision. The inconsistencies are getting too much. <clears throat> you know, because Gasly was immediately slapped with a five-second penalty for the same thing that Max and Perez did at Silverstone. And no investigation was even done. You know, Uh, it gives the sport a bad name to see inconsistencies like that, yeah. Uh, then the issue of Max needing help with the Ferrari, Um, early enough, he might not because, as we saw, the Ferraris were more um, concerned about who is going to be in front of who between them within themselves than actually making sure they were in front of Max. It was as if um, being in front of Max was secondary to who was in front of who within Charles Leclerc and um, Carlos Sainz. So they need to settle their internal differences, you know, before maybe the team has to just come step in and just make one person a priority if they can't actually play along nicely for the good of the team. Yeah, that's all.
1: Thank you very much, uh, Jason. Um, okay, yeah, Papi, please um, go ahead. Um,
3: uh, there's something I, I notice a lot on the timeline, uh, which I would like to point out. It's uh, people calling FIA inconsistent or not. Yesterday, when um, Cheku went off track, I had seen so many tweets of people saying "F.I.D." this, FI that, FIA this, FI that. And then uh when he eventually got a penalty, I saw someone say it's because they've been talking on Twitter that they eventually gave Checo a penalty. And um, the last speaker, Jason I think, said something about Gasly getting a penalty. So the Gasly did not get a penalty, as far as I know, anyways. And if you look at that restart, I think I have, I I saw a video of Lewis's on board somewhere. Uh, Lewis started on the left side of the track, uh, moved to the right side. Uh, the person on his left, I think, was Albon, had overtaken him. Uh, Lewis lost two places before the crash, so he was going to the middle of the track. Uh, it was Rather, he was trying to cover Gasly. His own side of the track, which album was... Album had already overtaken him. So he was trying to squeeze through two cars that had already overtaken him. Nobody's going to give anybody a penalty for that. Simple racing incident. Like, I just want us to be a bit fair when we're saying these things. I know Abu Dhabi last year has uh, caused a lot of controversy. I wasn't even in support of what happened in Abu Dhabi last year, but let's tone it down when we're talking about what this penalty is saying and someone is being biased or not.
1: That's all. Thank you. Thank you very much, um, Papi. Okay, mm-hmm. I see um, a few hands up. Okay, um, I'll see. Oh, sorry, Mad- sorry,
3: host. Can I, can
1: I share the video, the uh, Hamilton? Yeah, off? yeah, yeah. Feel free, please. Thank you. Um, um, I see Um, Madeline. Madeline, please go ahead then. Read one then, Jason. Please. Thank you.
8: Sorry, it's um, I sorry. Good evening, everybody. Sorry, I'm not going to be saying anything. I just I wanted to address what the last guy said, but by the time he finished, he already I, I, he already clarified my um. Okay. Train of thought. So oh, okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you very much. Um. Okay. So read one. Read one, Jason. Then I'm Cookie. Please. Thank you.
6: So, is I want to talk about the FIA stuff. The thing is that I still feel the FIA is still FIA inconsistency, incompetency. That's justice. That's just it. So, because yesterday, why did they allow fine the deletion of lap times? That's fair. That's the rule, yes. But why didn't they act so quick to disqualify Chekhov? by moving him into q3 like that was just waste of energy and time and tires so he even wasted his tires yesterday. can i can
3: i just respond to that quickly yes the yes FIA, the fi and their reports on checko if you go and read it they said they were looking at several incidents at the same time and you if you if you remember um, it was the last corner that most people were going off track even though Lando had gone off track earlier in that same Checo corner, but even we, most of us went, didn't even take notice of it. So, like, these people are human beings just like us. And yes, it was a mistake, and they admitted their mistakes, and they did not just take him out of uh, uh, Q3, which would have been 10. They took him right to where his previous time was, which was 13th. I don't think there's anything wrong in that. They are liable to make mistakes as long as they correct it. That's all.
6: That's- I did not say the decision wasn't fair. The decision was fair. That's the rule. That's the regulation. So, it is just that they need to act fast. Like, for instance, now, if Chaco does not have any tires, any soft tires for tomorrow, will they replace it? No, they won't. So, that's just it. And for me, the album's penalty today, I would say it was harsh because Albon album was on the racing uh, line. He has he that line. Norris was just trying to get his elbows in and they collided, but no, you can't. That's just it. The FIA, I still think for me, I still think they are still the same. So they just need to improve. We know they are humans and they just need to improve. That's just
1: it. Thank you very much, uh, Ridwan. Um, Jason,
7: please. Uh, actually, I, I actually said Ghazli. It wasn't Ghazli, it was an um, album that received a five second penalty. But he, going back to Checo, I think the other speaker said um, Checo got a penalty yesterday. Checo didn't get a penalty yesterday. It was just a correction. It was not supposed to be in Q3. And after this, it was corrected. So, you don't say that is a penalty. It's not a penalty. His last legitimate time was what was used to judge him, to place him actually. And that is 13th place. So, it wasn't a penalty. So, we are still on the FIA issue of inconsistency. They need to be consistent. If a rule is white or black, it should always be white or black for everybody. It shouldn't just be for one team or one driver and the other person doesn't get it. So you don't so you don't think they're liable of
3: making mistakes? Like I said, like no, I'm not no, it for, I, I, I don't, don't agree. See- I saw
5: it,
7: I saw it while while watching it. I, I clearly saw it. I'm not sorry, saying, sorry, saying I'm they are not liable for making mistakes. I saw it also. Immediately I saw it, I was like, I was supposed to see, you know, that headline. Of um, lap time deleted out. It was I, I. didn't see it. I'm not saying they are not liable for making mistake. What I'm saying is, you said he got a penalty. He didn't get a penalty. He was just placed where he's supposed to be. That is not a penalty. That's all.
5: Yeah, but. Well it doesn't matter that argument, whether it's a penalty or not, I don't think it, it matters much. Because he affected Perez too, because they allowed him running in that one and he used most of the tyres. And also he affected the other guy, I think Gassi, that dropped out of qualifiers. He could have started ahead properly if he, if he competed in Q3 as well. So that inconsistency affected both Perez and affected Gasly that dropped out because Perez was uh, came up to fourth. So the blame is really on, on FIA on that one, not really on Perez or maybe on, uh, on Gasly. They were supposed to do their job. They didn't do their fucking job uh, that day. And they were really fast. So our on when it, when it was Perez's turn, they think they couldn't see it. it. was Everybody was watching Perez's lap because Perez was at risk of dropping out. He didn't have the you, pace. You know, you know they don't see that. the
3: same things we see, yeah? Well, they see better.
5: Yeah, they see better. They see. Yes, they see yes. It I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying.
3: Like at that time, at that position, that Perez was on track.
4: They at should that have time, seen it.
3: It is very possible that they did not see it because they were looking. They have, at it. They, they They have
5: to the it. I'm just saying. No, you can't focus on one turn because that's like people make mistakes. That's not their job. Their job is to focus on every turn that people don't exceed track limits. Right? They were. They were, the person that was supposed to be tracking um, Perez's uh, on board or whatever they used to track it. You're supposed to be tracking it, you know, to see what happened and what did not happen. They fumbled the bank. They, and, and also that thing that happened today, I, I don't think uh, it was a harsh decision on I think album should be penalised. The problem I have with that is that it's not consistent, you know. We saw Verstappen do it to um, Schumacher twice. He, he clearly didn't even aim for the apex. He just drove him no, off no, the no, track, no. you know.
3: D- don't forget, don't forget, don't forget that um, 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 Verstappen was ahead every time. In
5: it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He, he drove him off track twice. It's not, it doesn't matter if he's ahead or not. You have to leave. You have to leave space for the driver. Uh, for the other driver, you have to leave so at least a car, a car uh, space for the driver. So this is just if they are if they are consistent with this, thing, trust me, they will stop doing it. It's because Albon felt he would get away with it, and if FIA is consistent, they shouldn't have penalized him. But they are not consistent. The same thing Albon did is what Perez did against um. Charles and Hamilton, you it, can't it can't it can penalise one and have one. You know it's fine if you say okay, fine, this is uh, aggressive but fair racing. Then we say okay, they can't just come again and, and see Alban being aggressive to uh, uh, to uh, Norris because with the other with, with how they are applying that rule, um, Albon can Albon can say, well, it's my racing line. You know, if the other guy if there's no space for him, he should have backed down. You know, then but the but the rules actually say you should keep you should always keep uh, space for the other driver. So. They need to start clamping down on it. It's these drivers. If you don't, if you, if if the rule is there for them to take advantage of it, they're going to take advantage of it. It's just the FIA messing up the whole thing. And there's this guy I talked about, uh, Hamilton. I can't remember what he was getting at, but, uh, in that incident, I don't think anybody was penalized in that incident, and it was nowhere in Hamilton's fault. The other guy, um, uh, who even drove it onto him? Gasly, Gasly, wasn't paying attention. There, he had the inside man. He was on one. On one was the right hand there. He didn't have any business driving across. You know, Hamilton was just in the middle. The other guy on the left hand side. He couldn't do anything. He was just letting uh, much did happen to his um to his car. I don't know if Gasly was penalized, but if he was penalized, it was his fault. He didn't have any business swapping across because he wasn't really ahead of Hamilton. You can you could see how he, he drove up across Hamilton. You can see them side by side. You can clearly see Hamilton. By the left, he had no business going by the left, he was just looking ahead, he was just like not paying attention for a split second. And the car uh, his car understeered on the left hand side, that's how uh, he clicked that guy. But know, I'm not sure he was uh penalized or not, but Hamilton was just a person in the left, he couldn't so do you, anything. So, you don't think Hamilton has any something. fault
3: for moving to the right in this video? About
5: when you uh, said
3: Gasly moved, uh, to, moving to he was
5: just in the middle, he couldn't do, yeah, uh, he, no, he was in the middle, he couldn't do anything, he was. Was no, he moved that, to the right. Like, he, he moved he,
3: he to went. the right. Are you saying he left his own racing line on the left? Because Albon was able to no. overtake him
5: on that line. No, no, not not that. No, he he moved to the right. He moved, yes, no, you can't just, it's not not when race starts. You you all of you start being in the same place. Once the race started, he moved onto the middle, right? It's not it's not a left or a hand, guys. Still middle. He moved to the middle. Um, the other guy pulled, uh pulled across him by the right, you know. Then it was racing
1: with turn one. You have to you have to break for turn one to make your uh, turn. Um, but, uh, uh, the boy who lives. Please, if you just round up so that um, you know um, the other speakers, please. Thank you.
5: Yeah, you can go ahead. It's fine.
1: Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I will still um come back to you, please, so you can make your point. Um, Koki, please um go ahead. Thank you for waiting. So, Koki, yeah, Koki.
8: Um, good afternoon, everyone. Um, I, I also want to comment. Um, I hope everyone is doing well. I also just want to comment on this video of Hamilton, which is it's very hard to, to judge, you know. And um I think um from the start um Hamilton chose his line by going to in by going to the right. And um because we are on board with Hamilton, um I I I can't see where Gasly but yeah, Gasly is, is coming from the right, whereby Hamilton chose his line uh, by going to the right also, and on his right there's Gasly, and you'll understand that um, drivers are not allowed. Um, yeah, they're, they're not actually allowed to um, change lines, like weave around. You know, uh, if you remember well, Max Verstappen uh, in in Sao Paulo last year. Um, where, when he was passed by Hamilton, he was changing um lines. So I don't think there's any um mistake that ha- Hamilton does by going into the right, choosing his line. He's not weaving around. He chose his line. Um, going to the first breaking point, he goes. He tries to go to the left. You know, if you check the video well, but um, I I, I don't know. I like I said, it's hard to judge. You know. But yeah, I, f- I feel like it was fair for not uh, penalizing anyone here. Um, and also, I want to comment on something that I just saw. Um, it caught my attention. I see that drivers are being summoned um, to the FIA, you know, for communicating with their engineers in the in the uh, formation lab and. Based on the previous uh, penalties, uh, I think it was 10 second penalties for drivers, uh, which drivers got by communicating with their engineers. So I think um, tomorrow's grid is going to be going to be uh, a little bit spicy because because uh, pe- uh, people like Russell, Perez, um, Ocon. If not mistaken, better. Yeah, I think that they are they are the ones which are involved in that mess. So yeah, I think I think it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what are uh, the FIA think. Uh, and yeah, going into the into tomorrow's race, what they they penalize them uh, on like how 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 are they gonna penalize
1: thank you very much uh cookie uh yami please go ahead good evening good evening um can you hear me
9: yes please yeah all right um yeah just uh i also want to speak on the uh i mean just the general inconsistency of the fi at this point you know just based on all i'm seeing so far, it just feels like for the past one year, one and a half years since last year, it seems like the you know the championship is almost it almost feels like championship is rigged for Red Bull to win. You know, I don't want to say rigged against any team in particular, but it just almost seems like it's rigged in their favor. Whether it's you know by by whether it's it's intentional or it's just you know pure incompetence, a mixture of the two, I don't know. But it's clear because inconsistency is becoming. It's becoming ridiculous. I think it's bringing the sport into disrepute. It may seem like short term, or like you know, things are looking spicy, but I promise you, in the long term, it you know, will damage the sport. The brand value of the sport will be damaged in the long term. So, you know, for example, like I'm mean, like the um, a few speakers have said. Look at the Paris incident last week. Uh, you know, that was you know that that should be a clear right? penalty. Did it to Hamilton? You did it to Leclerc. Nothing. And they came and they, you know, after the race, they said, "Oh, they've, 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 they've clarified the rules that oh, you can do this. you on the inside, you're on the corner, and you know, you can. You're allowed to push your driver wide." Okay, fine. Then we see someone doing it today, and he gets a penalty. You know, so so it just seems like you know anything that Red Bull does, they they can go scot free. You know, but when any other any other you know team does it, I don't know that the and the stewards, husband did not, they have to do work. That's how it seems. I'm not saying that that's that's, that's a, a, probably what is happening. Maybe it's intentional, but it just seems like that. It's 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 just it's incompetence. For example, I, I feel like Max Max's lap yesterday should have been deleted. It, it crossed the line when he came out, and they shy gave one excuse for it. It's just it's just you know rubbish, incompetence. Perez's lap should have been deleted because guess what? He 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 had the had it been deleted as it should as it should have, and it Had it called out of Q3. You know they would have given he, he basically. Um, did not let somebody else the, with the chance or have the chance or, to qualify in Q three, and you know, guys, who knows? He had it on like having P five, P four, whoever it was, are going to get it. So things like that, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, and you know, it's getting to Premier League levels of, uh, of of stupidity at this point. That's just my perspective. But yeah, um I think overall the the sprint race was 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 quite boring. Um, and I'm not, you know, I still maintain that Claire is a fantastic driver, but I don't think, you know, um, in that Ferrari, I don't think, well, this year anyways, the Ferrari has been good. I think today, Max, Max was, was also very good, you know, but ultimately, I just think there's been lost opportunities in the past, you know, um, um, for example, in Baku and in Spain, you know, just retiring from P1, those were easy 50 points and, you know, could be saying something else today. But anyways, I think the, the, we, have, we are all set up for the race tomorrow. I think that, you know, um, Leclerc at least was it was, was closing in on marks towards the end of the um, stint. So they have the pace. At least The, the I could confidently say that Ferrari and Red Bull are very similar on pace this weekend. Almost very, very like there's nothing in between them because if you look at the quality, it was what? Like less than a tenth of a second between them. If you also look at, you know, the, the race pace it was what, 1. something, 1. 1.5 seconds at the end. So I think um, it should be a very interesting race tomorrow. I'll, I'll be rooting for my Mercedes team as usual. Also, I'll be I'll be rooting for for the Ferrari, even though they are useless team, But you know, I will still root for them. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ayami.
1: I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, uh, Jason. Jason, then Thank you. Yeah.
7: Um I want to just uh, uh, how will I say it? retract my statement on Hamilton pushing his, pulling his punches. Yeah, I just saw so, so Toto Wolf release a statement that Hamilton had brake and suspension damage after the contact with uh, Gasly at turn one. So he was actually, you know, racing with uh, a somewhat damaged car. Yeah, so he was not... Pulling his punches. Then on the incidents of uh, on the starting incident, I don't think Hamilton was wrong in going right. Because if you look closely at the beginning, if you remember the beginning of Silverstone, be- the first start before the red flag, Hamilton made uh, a very good maneuver. He did, I think, like a double overtake within the first before the first turn. I think that was the same thing he was trying to pull, but he didn't have that, um, the the, the tires didn't really give him that uh, immediate, you know, uh, boost or immediate listen that he needed. Then I want to ask a question. During the, I think the investigation, after investigation and the so-called findings of the Abu Dhabi whatever last year, the FIA said they were going to introduce a somewhat VAR system. Where is that? We are, we are not seeing it. Is the one that is, it's supposed to be the how? I would like say the eye-catching factor, you know, to actually you know immediately pinpoint most of this stuff instead of saying the person that is monitoring did not see it or you know the delay and the rest. That system is supposed to be in place. Then talking about the teams that were communicating with their engineers, I think uh, that speaker mentioned Perez as one of the people involved. I assure you, if a Red Bull driver is involved, nothing will be done in that case. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, um, Jason. Um, okay, let me answer your question to the best of my ability. Um, I believe you are referring to the is it remote operation operating center our remote operations and I, I I yeah the um this thing that was introduced the uh, technical technology that was introduced after um Abu Dhabi so basically I believe the FIS is or rather said they will only use it um when they need to refer to it basically so. It's more of there as um, would I say as an ad hoc, as as an extra support. It's not like something that um, like I'm not sure. It's not like the football one that okay once um, that referee will just take it to the VR quickly enough, you know. So I think is is maybe if the race directors cannot make um, a like they cannot agree on a decision, then they refer to it as um. As, um, will I say, as a decider or as the split, you know? So, um, yeah, so, um, okay, I see, um, see can I please go ahead then? I'm um, cookie, please.
4: Yeah, uh, on the FI, I mean, everyone can agree that there's uh, disturbing levels of uh, inconsistency and you know, just general troubles but I mean I don't think it's a new thing. I think like every other spot, you know, and it's plagued with incidents like this. Last season just uh brought it to the light in, a, in an extra manner because it was you know a very very um happened repeatedly in a title fight. Closest title fight we've seen in probably since twenty 14 or so so that's why last season I like, amplified it and of course that's giving it extra attention this season well i don't know like i'm not saying it's like you know, as i also i always try to mention you know people on both sides on them of a divide you know usually red bull and mercedes fans you know i don't know. I, I don't i just think i don't know what makes people think that you know they're the ones on the wrong side of all the decisions, and the other people, are the ones on benefiting from all the decisions. Like we can all agree that incompetence—that's very true. It, it's not. there's not one team benefiting from it. There's no one team that that is being that is being targeted. I mean, the Paris incident. It was brought back and it was dealt with. Someone earlier said that was the um, FIA admitting their mistake. To me, that was not them admitting their mistake. Yeah, they dealt with it. But admitting their mistake would also have been them doing something about his tires because that has nothing to do with him. He's lost some good soft, soft tires because of their mistake and they did nothing about that. He just brought back the punishment. And Martin Brown even mentioned today on the commentary that he was speaking to someone in the FIA and the person said, and that punishment was too harsh because it was their mistake. So there's people suffering, you know, drivers and teams suffering from different incidents, which we all agree is an issue, serious issue. But I don't think, I know there's agendas and all that, but I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Let's let's be truthful. Nobody's Obviously, there's the big one last season, which nobody wants to go over again, as I said, certain people, but... Let's be honest here. Yeah. On the on the incident of you know, forcing drivers outside, the issue. I mean, the rule is clearly stated: five second time penalty. But the issue is, they treat it differently according to tracks. In tracks where you run somebody off and the person goes into gravel or curbs and you know it slows them down really well, still on five second penalty. But on tracks where the person can easily drive back in, most times they don't give the penalty, and that's a, that's a flaw on their own side because they say. It should be a five-second time penalty every time, but the treat it differently like according to tracks. Last season, we saw Perez receiving a 10 second time penalty for that offense. That's two five seconds in the same race. So I'm mean, using a red bull driver. So what are we, are we saying then?
1: Thank you very much, um. I was even going to um, um, like big um, go back to what happened um, last Australian. Did we have two um races in Australia? I'm not even sure, but yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I remember them. There was one, and then they kept giving dishing out um uh penalties. I know, I know like four or five drivers had penalties, you know, in the last Australian GP. So I don't, I I personally don't know if it's a track thing or it's just is or rather it's just the mood because um. I would say some some of the penalties have been harsh, and there are some places whereby you you expect them to give a penalty, and then they will say no further investigation, you yeah, know, and they will just close the chapter. So, um, it's going to be very interesting, um, um, going down to um, Abu Dhabi, you know. Because in as much as in as much as we are looking at the different themes to um, bring drama, the FIA is also there to contribute to this drama. So um it's also going to be interesting. Um yeah, we've got um I believe we've got is it Quicksilver? So yeah, Quicksilver, please go ahead.
0: Hi, guys. Good evening. I'm sorry I came in late. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sure you guys must have discussed one or two. So, um, in terms of um, the whole FIA brohaha, in honor's own words, it's all about let them race, let them race, you know? And in letting them race, we're having a lot of inconsistencies. But that aside, that's really... Something that I don't even want to go into because, trust me, it will not end today. You know, and I don't plan on ending any anytime soon. To be honest, I'm just here to like, I'm really sad about how we went for Mercedes. You know, starting from the crash with Hamilton yesterday and then Russell ending up in the wall. too. you know, you can see that clearly between quality yesterday and today's sprint race those two cars don't look like the same car that did quality yesterday you know because the race pace and everything is completely off yes um, um russell is is um using a, a high downforce rear wing and Lewis is using a low downforce mm-hmm. rear wing you know but honestly speaking that crash yesterday it really tore me apart i'm like you know we're closing in on these guys you could actually see it from the time difference in quality yesterday, you know, and all of a sudden it looks like we're a little bit a step behind again, you know, even in the sprint today, I was really, really hoping, you know, I said to myself yesterday, you know what, I'm glad, okay, in the way that the the, the crash happened, let's see how, you know, the cars will perform in terms of trying to, you know, catch up to these guys in front and there goes turn one incident just just so unfortunate you know and it had to be Hamilton again it's just like honestly I, I won't even lie I'm, I'm really gutted I just don't know for tomorrow how it's going to be with the setups we have that can't change you know having all this sprint to, to be someone said the sprint is really boring you know in less than 30 minutes it's done and for crying out loud Austria is one fucking short track like, I, like in 30 minutes the race was done you know, just twenty-four laps. In fact, twenty-three laps, you know. And all, I was like, you know, is that it? You know, it's it's really boring. But I just pray and hope that tomorrow, you know, something really good happens for Mercedes. And know, yeah, that's all.
1: Thank you very much, uh Quick Silver. Um, I believe um for Mercedes yesterday was very unfortunate what happened um to both cars. You know, um, for some of us, that have been watching this sports for a long time. It's it's rare to see, and will I say, Hamilton in the wall? You know, that's that that that's not even that's not even a sentence that you, that that usually that usually comes up often. You know, you can hear Latif in the wall, signs in the wall, like like in the wall, marks in the wall. But Hamilton in the wall is is was very rare. So um. I believe it was very sad, you know, and then it it made me wonder and as well as everyone if it was more of a setup issue, like after um Russell's incident happened, because um it just I I, I really don't know because at this after um FP FP1 with the with the pace. They had it was looking like okay these these guys were pro- probably going to be on pole or they were just going to be a few tenths of um of marks you understand so um but unfortunately that incident um happened so well we've got um there's still um I believe France in two weeks so. This is going to be let's see what happens there when they when they um go back and repair the car because I believe they have they are using the spare parts. so hence they don't have a spare part for the floor if I'm not mistaken. So it's just going to be um very interesting. I was actually looking forward to see what the what um their car would have been able to do this um weekend. But yeah, that's it. Um. Okay. Um. Okay. I don't know if anyone has anything to
0: add again. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Can I say something quickly? Yeah. Uh, yes, please. Yeah, I saw a picture of um, of Russell's um floor. You know, if you could see, there were segments where there were a lot of patches, and you know, trying to like hold things together. You know, so I'm sure a lot of that contributed to the. Loss of performance, too, you know, because they have to do a quick fix on both cars for the floors, you know, having to join two, a new and an old floor together just to make two new floors for them. And do you know, so hopefully tomorrow, I don't know, by stroke of luck, something good happens. Hopefully, um, well, going, um,
1: yeah, so going into, um, or rather, I don't know if anyone has anything to add again for the top three teams just before we go on to the rest of the grid. Okay, yeah, read one.
6: So, like, has everyone as everyone's seen the incidents about the uh, the summons by the stewards of Perez, Ocon, Vettel. Like, most people during the second like the second formation lap, so I think they said the last time it happened was 2020, and Magnussen had a time a 10 second time penalty. So let's see what will happen because I'm not sure like if a whole number of drivers had that mistake or maybe let's just see what the FIA will do. That's all what I just want to say about that stuff.
1: Thank you very much. I read one. Um. Okay. I think this is just happening not too long ago. Um. Sebastian Vettel has been fined. uh Twenty. Okay. A, a fine of twenty five thousand euros has been issued. But however, it seems uh, the fine has been suspended for the remainder of um the 2022 season, you know, um, yeah, so basically, I believe Vettel had a meeting. I uh, really, I think I, I, I'm trying to even understand what I think he, he left was. the drivers' meeting that they had on Friday, yeah. So, so, um, I think it's, it's, it's probably, but however, he has been fined, and then the fan has been suspended at the end of. The season, yeah, the season, which is I don't know. This if I this money, what are these things we do save 20 300 300 euro earlier today? Now 25k. Wow, anyway, some people's salary, anyway. That's by the way, <laughs> for the year, uh uh-huh. That's by the way. So, I'm uh, moving on to moving on to the um, the rest of uh, the group, We have um, our pin open open
4: <laughs>
1: hey, hey. So, um, I believe um in FP, FP, FP one Alpin were looking very decent. You know, um, in quali, yeah, that's the Friday quali. Um, I believe Oko was P five Alonso P eight. You know, they were like the fourth, 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 fast fifth fastest. Um, team on the grid, yeah. you know, and then you come. You, you we all wake up today, where when everyone, everyone, even Max Verstappen, is putting in laps, and then happens I mean, said they are not putting in laps. You know, they just want to observe. <sighs> okay, time for sprints. Let's let's all go sprints. The car did not start. What's going on here? They said they said oh they will push the car to the pit lane. Pit lane. They got to the pit lane at the end of the day. They now tweeted that oh Alonso will be retired. I, I said, what's going on here, opinion? Like I'm I, I personally I I, don't even, I I don't even know I don't even know what the issue is, but I like it's very obvious this issue has been there. Um will I say. Since FP2, you know. So did they did they just expect that the issue will magically um solve itself or or, or what? Because I really I really don't know what our pin um, were expecting that was going to happen today. You know, and then um what's his name again? Esther Malukon, credit to him. Um well, I believe I was he again? Um what did he I, I can't remember? What did he feel? P5 or sorry, what did where did um Okon finish? Um uh yeah, P six, sorry. So P six. So yeah, Okon finished um P six in the sprint. So um Cookie, please go ahead. Thank you. Cookie. Okay. okay. Um, I don't know if anyone else wants to um speak on our pins Okay. Um. Okay. Sorry, read Yeah, Please go ahead.
6: Okay. So about Alpine, this thing is that I think the later run during the FP two. I think that was after just half a minute. thirty That thirty. That 30, thirty minutes. So the little one, so I don't know. I think they are the, for me they are the fourth, they have the fourth fastest car in on the grid and they need to finish fourth in the constructor because I think they are faster than McLaren. So today, like I just don't understand like I just saw the uh, blankets on Alonso's car, like the car wasn't ready. I even thought they were they were not able to they did not quickly remove the blanket. That's why they have to put it there because in order for them not to uh, get another uh, another penalty, stuff like that. And they took the car to the garage to start on the pit lane. The car wasn't working. And for Ocon, Ocon finished pieces. So I think maybe they just the car just had a problem. Maybe the engine wasn't just firing up. Or something like that, because even maybe it's just negligence from them. Because why will since F P two till the sprint race that was almost like three hours, and they couldn't notice anything on the car, like the car won't work. Ah, so and I, I'd not watch the like when they were taking the car, like when the drivers were driving to the. From here to, to the grid, so I, I'm not sure maybe if they told it there or something like that, so maybe it's just negligence for their parts. and even their team boss will hear what he will say, It looks sad that Alonso couldn't uh, practice he couldn't race during the sprint, so let's just hear what happened to Alonso and now he's starting from the back so let's just see what will happen to him but I think that like that car is a good package. Like, it's very the car is fast.
1: Okay. It's, um. Um. Uh, Abas, thank you very much, Rudon. Abasia, can I, then cookie please?
4: Yeah, I just want to add that uh, apparently Ocon had an issue at the end of the race. When the race was finally over, his car like stopped. I think in the first sector. So there's obviously issues there. And uh, I don't think any of us knows what's wrong. But um, at the start of the season, your yeah, team was DC. We were focusing on pace over reliability. So, I mean, it's not a surprise, but it's worrying for for them. But well, let's see.
1: Thank you very much. Koki, um, please go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Just to to add on
8: on what happened to Alpine, um, I think um Alonso said um, the car was on total blackout, and five minutes before um, the start of the of the of the sprint race, um, that that's when they realized that the, the car was 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 uh, on full blackout, and they couldn't switch on the car, and. I think they also tried to fight fight up um, with, with an, an an external bit, but uh, it didn't work. So I guess it's there's something uh, there's something a uh, big that's going on on the on the car. So I think they that's why they, they they Alonso didn't manage to to get in in the race. So I think yeah they are, they are still trying to figure out what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Alpine, um, going into this weekend and yeah, they, they seemed, uh, a strong team, you know, but, um, yeah, I am so gutted that Alonso couldn't give it a go in the spring race. but we'll see it tomorrow. Yeah.
1: Thank you very much, uh cookie um okay moving on we've got um what do you call it um house i would say um house it's been a well it's been a very good weekend so far the weekend is not over but from the way it's been it's been they they look very strong here compared to um their previous um, positions stronger than the Alpha, stronger than the Williams, even stronger than the um, what you call them? They seem stronger than the McLaren's, you know. So, um, yeah, uh, for us, I, w- I, w- I would say the way, the way they are running now is, is more, of, I think, their car is more track specific. If it works here, then it works, if it does not work here, we move. That's the Um, the way I see it, for us, um, but impressive from um, both drivers, Magnussen and um, Schumacher. Schumacher, um, that that um, what do you call it? That, um, just in the well, I call it also because anyway, the defense from him with Hamilton, you know, it was. It was very decent, but well, thanks to the DRS, which helped as well, you know, so that also made it difficult. And as well, um, Hamilton had um, damage, so we don't know how it would have um, resulted without the damage um, in lap one. So, um, but overall, I would say it's been a decent weekend for them so far, so it's, Let's see how things pan out for them tomorrow. I don't even one has anything to add on us.
4: Uh, and as, um I suppose like that yesterday they were actually quicker than the Alpine, so that's like super impressive. I've not seen data on them today's uh, race pace for the speed, but over qualifying they're quicker than. The just the fourth fastest. So, I mean, I know recent weeks uh, we've all like given them stick for their performances, but I mean, compared to last year, it's like you know, super improvement from no points at all to I think they have about 20 now. So, I no upgrades yet. Let's see, let's see what they can do till summer break. And, Expecting much with the upgrade, but let's see what that does for them. So.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, Cookie,
4: please.
8: Um, yeah, on has. Um, I think they are, they, are, they are doing good so far, so good. Um, today, um, yeah, they were holding in the series, you know, um, a seven time world champion, but um. I, I listened to to um, Mick Schumacher's interview after after the race, and it seems it seems like he was not happy um, with his team um, because he he feels like he was faster than um, Kevin Magnussen, and um, maybe he thinks like uh, the team maybe could have uh, let him through. Maybe he could have. Uh, Caught uh Ocon that that was in front of, of the two houses, but uh, Kevin Magnussen also he he did uh, a good job, you know. I think he was also um help. He also helped um, um make, uh, a lot today, but <clears throat> he also uh, doesn't agree, you know, that uh, Mick was uh, was faster than um, um him. But I feel like has uh, missed a trick. Uh, the Kevin Magnuson um, was was obviously not going to catch Ocon, and them not letting um, Mick uh, to go through and catch Ocon, they could have easily just uh, told uh, Mick uh, could have just told uh, uh, Kevin to to keep on giving uh, Mick uh, the DRS. And then both cars would have finished in the points. But then yeah. Uh it's 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 a good uh weekend for them. Um but yeah, I feel I feel it for, for, for Mick, but he's he's doing good. Thanks.
1: Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, I didn't know I was uh, muted. Oh, sorry. Have I been muted for that long? Oh, I, I'm not... Oh, wow. So, um... Um, Williams. I was will say, um, Williams. Um, it's been a... It's been a long weekend for Williams, you know. It's just going to be interesting and see how things um, pan out for Williams. You know, um... I would say Albon P sixteen Latifi P eighteen. You, uh, it does it, well. Is like an normal weekend for Williams, you know. And then um, what was uh, And then um, Aston Martin, Aston Martin. I I really don't know what's going on with Aston Martin. You know, they brought in this new car that looked like the Red Bull, and then um. The last few weekends, Canada. Um, what did we have again before Canada Silverstone? Um, they haven't performed well, and then here again they are out in Q, um, one, you know, and um, Seb didn't even finish the sprint, which is um very unfortunate. So it's just um, I really don't know where they are headed this season, um. I don't know if SEB is going to continue in, um or next year in the team that I feel is derailing. So um it's just going to be interesting how things um pan out with um Aston Martin. So um I don't know if anyone wants to say anything quickly just before I close um the space. Okay. Um. So, guys, thank you for joining us. Um. This evening. Um. Thank you for staying to the end. Um. We'll be back again tomorrow after the Grand Prix. Um. Thank you all and God bless.